0: Hello everybody, this is John Hagedorn, and welcome to 1001 Stories for the Road, also known as Caffeine for the Curious, and your home for good old-fashioned entertainment. How many of us have ever dreamed of saying, take this job and shove it, and actually done it? Every day, the same old grind, the same nest of problems, the same drive to and from work in traffic. It'll drive you crazy if you do it long enough without a change. And bus driver William Samillo had been doing the same thing for 17 years. The same route, the same streets, the same people, the same backups, until one spring day in 1947 when he pulled his bus out of the Surface Transportation Department garage in the Bronx and instead of making the usual right turn to begin picking up passengers, he turned left and headed west over the George Washington Bridge and into New Jersey. then the 1,268 miles to Hollywood, Florida. In 1950, he appeared on TV on The Faye Emerson Show, which came on right after the CBS Evening News and just before The Perry Como Show. Emerson had come up to the movies and was a major star by 1948, so she set about to conquer TV and made acting and guest appearances on a number of shows until she got her own show in 1950, sponsored by Pepsi. Samillo was 38 years old, had a wife and a couple of kids, and was a responsible employee. He was quiet, mild-mannered, and did his job well. But that day, he just had to take a break from the grind.
1: A big, big bottle, and it's got... Bounce, 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 bounce. Go get Pepsi for the Pepsi bounce. Now go get Pepsi for the Pepsi bounce. More bounce to the ounce, more bounce to the ounce. Go get Pepsi for the Pepsi bounce. And why take less when Pepsi's there? More bounce to the ounce and Pepsi. Pepsi Cola presents Faye Emerson.
2: you ever think of getting away from it all? Well, if you are planning to get away from it all, you may like to know that no matter where you go, you're almost sure to find friendly, sparkling, Pepsi-Cola waiting for you. Yes, all over the world, Pepsi is famous for its sparkling pleasure. For more bounce to the ounce. For giving you more for your money, too. Now, you know such popularity must be deserved. So why take less when Pepsi's best, hmm? Buy several cartons at a time. Talking about getting away from it all, a couple of years ago, a bus driver had that same feeling, and he made every headline in the country. I got to thinking about him a little while ago and, and wondered what happened to him. I know you saw it all in the papers, so I asked him to come up here and tell us all about it. And of course, you remember the case at the time, Mr. William Cimillo. Mr. is going to tell us how it feels to get away from it all. little. You, Hello, Mr. Bill. Pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Come on, sit down and let's talk. Hey, Charlie, got a couple of Pepsis here for us? Pepsis right here. Thanks, Charlie.
1: Yes, ma'am.
2: Mr. Similla, if you remember, I talked about you on television at the time. This story has, about it.
1: Uh-huh,
2: This story has always fascinated me because I think there's something of that in every one of us of wanting to get away. Will you tell us what happened, please?
1: I don't for that. Wonderful. Well, it's one of those things. I was on a job for about 20 years, and I really got tired of it all, you know. Up and down, every day, the same people, the same stops, nickels, dimes, transfers, and... Well, this morning I thought I'd try something different. Try a new route, uh-huh. get away from seeing the same thing day in and day out. So I come out of my garage, instead of making a right turn to go up from my route, I thought I'd make a left turn.
2: And that was the first thought you'd really given to it, just you right. did it on impulse.
1: So I made this left turn and I went west towards George Washington Bridge. It was a beautiful morning, sun shining, a real spring morning. So I got on the other side of the Washington Bridge. I was in Jersey then, and I stopped for breakfast.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I had a nice breakfast. Come out, decided to take a little ride, an hour or two, and then I come back, bring the bus into the garage, and tell the boss, "Well, here's your bus, boss. I'm finished." Uh-huh.
0: You might think that when Similo pulled his forty-foot bus over to stop at a roadside restaurant for breakfast, he might have taken a moment to consider his job might be in danger, or that the bus company would be frantically searching for him or that he hadn't packed or brought any extra money with him. And at that point, turned back. But no, he got back in the bus, fired it up, and continued south toward Maryland and Virginia.
1: Well, instead, I kept riding. Before I knew it, I was in Washington. and I was right in front of the White House.
2: Ever been to Washington before? Never
1: been there. Never. So I decided to look around. Looked around for 15, 20 minutes. When I come back, there's a policeman standing by the bus. And he asked me, he says, what are you doing here with this great big bus in a restricted parking area?
2: Right in front of the White House, wasn't right it? Right
1: in front of the place. As I'm waiting for a delegation of union officials, they're up there on business, and...
2: <laughs> Pretty fast thinking.
1: The best I could say. As I'm waiting for him to come down. So he walked away, and I decided I'd better get away, too. So I got back in the bus, and I, and I drove across the bridge there into Virginia. And I picked up a sailor. He got on the bus, said he was going down to South Carolina. I I'll drive you down. While we're driving, there's a great big truck with a sign on it. Florida, a land of sunshine. Beautiful place to go
2: to. Oh, just on impulse.
1: Impulse, I decided I'd go to Florida.
2: Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.
0: The further south he drove, the warmer it got. And by the time he reached Hollywood, Florida, nearly 1,300 miles south of his bus route, called his boss to tell him he was taking a little break and asked him if he would wire $50 to him.
1: While well, I drove on with the sailor, he's telling me about the Navy and I'm telling him about the buses and the, the bad features of it. And there were some good features, but the bad features were what I wanted to get away from. But he was with me for two days. and It's funny, I've often wondered what he thought after he read all of it. <laughs> Back on the ship and saying, gosh, I was in that bus. I'd like to hear from him, truthfully.
2: Maybe he'll write you after you see you. I hope so.
1: Well, I drove on, and I got as far as uh, Palm Beach.
2: hmm
1: It was getting warm. I felt the heat coming. You know, I said, this is the land of sunshine. Mm-hmm. It started getting warmer and warmer at about 11 o'clock in the evening. I was right alongside the water, and I, I stopped. I said, i am going for a swim, moonlight bathing. I enjoyed that very much.
2: Oh, what a thrill.
1: It was. So I got back in a bus, and I slept in uh, one of those auto courts there in Palm Beach. Uh-huh. The next morning, I drove on, and... I got as far as Hollywood. Mm
2: -hmm. All this time, you didn't know that people were looking for you.
1: Well, I didn't see why they had any reason to go looking for me. After all, I mean, I worked the company 20 years. I didn't steal the bus. I just took a loan of it.
2: Go for a ride. I see.
1: So when I got to Hollywood, I realized I had no more money. Which I guess is just as well. I'd have probably wound up in Cuba or Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, uh... I wired my boss to send me enough money to get back with the bus. So I'm waiting at the telegraph office for the money. And two uh, policemen come over. They says, you wanted the police station. I said, what for? They says, for stealing a bus. I said, oh no. I said, I didn't steal that bus. I said, they gave it to me. Well, one word led to the other. They said,
0: you're still arrested. While Samilla was waiting at Western Union for his boss to wire him the $50, Two policemen were waiting for him outside the office.
1: You're still arrested.
2: Didn't the, the newspapers get to you right away?
1: Well, about two hours later, then it dawned on me what was going on. I am sitting there in, in the courthouse and the newspaper men come in, newsreels, bulbs flashing here and there, and I someone, I said, what says, What happens here? They is Don't you know? This is This is news all over the world. This is you took a bus to Florida.
2: You did what everybody always wanted to
1: do. Just get away from everything. That's what I wanted it to do.
0: But the New York newspapers and TV had picked up on the story of the Bronx bus driver who just needed to get away from it all for a day or two. And Samillo was returning a local hero. Back in New York, when he was escorted off the bus, flashbulbs were popping, reporters were present, and William Simillo was a working-class legend. Hundreds of fan mail letters were delivered to his home, where his wife and kids, thinking surely that Dad had lost his mind, were waiting. Within days, public pressure reached the bus company, and they dropped the charges against him. And to avoid bad publicity, they even gave him back his route.
2: The wonderful story about this, I think, is how Mr. Samilla got his job back. How would you get your job back, Phil?
1: Well, it was a great thing. I said the newspaper man had a lot to do with it getting my job back, and then my record. I've been with him 20 years, never really had any trouble.
2: You think you'd do it again?
1: Well, in the different circumstances. If they really gave me the bus legitimately, <laughs> I'd love to take a ride again. I
0: really would. Everyone in the Bronx wanted to ride in William Samillo's bus, and it became obvious he had reached rock star status when 300 high school girls mobbed his bus the first week out, asking for autographs. Movie star Liz Taylor was picked to play the fictional beauty queen who supposedly accompanied him on his trip. And, according to legend, a script was ready to go, but was lost in a plane crash right around the time the fervor fizzled out. It wasn't long before Samilla was looking again at the same streets, the same nickels and dimes, the same people. But for him, he would always have Hollywood, Florida. Thanks for joining us at 1001 Stories for the Road. It's rubber meets the road time for us here at 1001 Stories Network, and we're asking for your support. We're asking you to become a monthly subscriber to our show. The cost is $2.99 a month, about the same cost as a blended coffee at most places that sell it. It's easy to listen to my shows every week, shows that I've been doing for three years now, and it's free. It's free. When you send us reviews telling us you love our shows, I take it to heart. When you suggest ideas you would like us to try, I always respond quickly, and many times we'll bring that suggestion to life. It's easy to figure that somebody else is paying the bill for the entertainment, but the truth is, advertisers come and go, and very few people actually take the time to subscribe. That $2.99 a month is a big deal for my shows because it helps to pay hosting fees, app fees, and all the expenses 1001 occurs on this end. Researching, writing, interviewing from a studio I have to rent, narrating, editing, marketing, and distributing these shows in order to keep it going. You might be a fan of all our 1001 shows, or just 1001 Stories for the Road. That doesn't matter. The subscription fee helps me keep them all coming so I'm asking you to take a few minutes now and go to the link in the show notes or at 1001storiesfortheroad.com and to become a premium member. If just one out of every three of you took a moment to do this, it would be a huge help. I know it's a sacrifice, and I know it takes time, but I'm asking you to be that person and show your appreciation for what we're doing here. It's credit card or PayPal, and it's safe. Libsyn, our host, is the oldest, biggest, and best of the podcast host companies, and they offer this secure site for subscribers. Joining us makes you a premium member and supporter of our show, and with that you get the satisfaction of knowing that your monthly gift is helping to support a family-friendly show that offers an amazing mixture of historical stories and drama, along with classic literature. Unlike many of today's podcasts, which are full of explicit words and material. We offer content that teaches history, uncovers mysteries, probes the mind, tells of legends, and brings past heroes to life. Best of all, you can share our episodes from all three of our shows, 1001 Heroes, 1001 Stories for the Road, and 1001 Classic Short Stories with anyone in the family. We receive lots of reviews that tell us of moms and dads listening in the car with the kids of wives and husbands sharing our show, and similar. The knowledge gained from being a fan of 1001 is immense. For me, it's a fantastical journey, and each story takes me down another path to adventure and learning. We used to say that being a fan of the show means never being at a loss for something to talk about in a conversation. How true! You all know how much I appreciate your listening. Now it's time to take a minute and show yours. We need your support, and I'm asking you to step up. Now check the show notes, download the free app, that's 1001 Stories Network, then subscribe. You'll feel great that you're supporting one of the last non-corporate-owned independent podcasters who provides family-friendly entertainment. Thank you very much. See you soon.